Welcome to Paul Lisnick Behind the Curtain. You know that while I do politics on TV, when I can get a break and go to the theater world over here in the podcast, of course, I love it. And that's what I do. And joining me, it, where are you now, Joe? Uh, who knows what city you're in? I am in Wilton Manors, Florida, which is a city in Fort Lauderdale, in my home uh, with my husband. So everything's great. I'm traveling all over the world, bringing Jones comedy to life because we all need to laugh, don't we, Paul? Absolutely, especially these days. And uh, you know when I first read about, you know, oftentimes I get a pitch from somebody. I didn't get a pitch. I actually came across the fact that you were going to be here. A huge Joan, huge Joan Rivers fan. Uh, I didn't know her well, but met her uh, on several occasions. And and uh, she was as nice as she can be. And some great stories. I'll, I'll tell you some other time. By the way, love the red carpet behind you. But but let me. Ask- I had to. I had to bring it. Bring it yeah. to you. I had to bring it. <laughs> well, let me ask for you. When did the love affair start? Well, you know, almost 30 years ago, I started in Lacage, an evening at Lacage in New York City at the Blue Angel. I was hired to do Barbara Streisand and Liza Minnelli. Uh, I was a dancer for years in theater, so I come from a theater background. So I did an evening at Lacage. I did Barbara Streisand, Liza Minnelli, ended up doing Gloria Stefan, Michael Jackson uh, in these shows. And then about 17 years ago, Joan Rivers spoke to me. You know, I've worked with other Joans in these Lacage reviews, and I thought, Hmm, I've always been a lip sync act, but I'm an actor and something resonated. And I really think, Paul, I'm a New Yorker. Uh, I, 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 I felt her, her survivor in the business, her New York, you know, um, sensibility, you know, her um, way in which to navigate the business and life. Um, and it just spoke to me and her humor, the way she's very fast with her humor. I love that type of humor. They're not knock-knock jokes. They're very, she's fast. She does 90 minutes of fast movement. So, and I have a lot of energy. So it just, her style of comedy spoke to me where she comes from New York, where I'm from. So again, going from a lip sync act in an evening at La Cage, a fabulous production, I then just went into doing Joan live and um, here we are. And it's just been amazing. And to hear people laugh, especially uh, post pandemic, I think we were able to say that it's been, it's a joy. It's really fun. So is the material original to you or are you using some of Joan's jokes? Are you in touch with Melissa Rivers, her daughter? Do a lot of her act because people want to hear the the Heidi Abramowitz jokes. They want to hear her red com, uh, carpet commentary that we all know. And Because audience members will say to me, oh, I remember that joke or, uh, you know, that's fun. So I want to bring her body of work. But I also need to comment on what's going on today, like, the pandemic, you know, I do jokes like, you know, I've gained so much weight and one day I burnt out three bulbs in the refrigerator. I mean, I'm, I'm fat, the pandemic, you know, bread is like the sun. It rises in the yeast and it sets in the waste, you know. So, um, and uh, and I worked with um, her writer of five years, Mr. Tony Tripoli, who was her opening act and head writer on Fashion Police for the last five years of Joan Rivers' life. So I worked with him. We worked together for five years, bringing Joan's, uh, uh, show uh, to different sh- venues. He would open for me as he did for her. So it was a, a really a wonderful uh, thing. And so my point is, he would give me a lot of material, current material, and then I would hear jokes uh, that late night talk show hosts might do about current things, and then just put it in her voice, which is just her tonality and make it her. So it's a blend. But to answer your question, Paul, a lot of it is what people want to hear, you know, the vagina jokes, I mean, getting old, you know, all the stuff that she's known for. um, It's fun to bring that to life. So we can't dismiss that because she's brilliant, you know. 
And of course, and of course, she was a bit foul. So as I looked through some clips to play before I introduced you, I can't use that one, can't do that one. Uh, But but then we have one that we can. Uh, And so that truly is was Joan Rivers. Last time I saw her, she was touring with Don Rickles. I don't know if you caught her during that. What an amazing team that was, right? To see those two comics on stage. A great, a great team. I I know in her documentary, A Piece of Work, uh, if you've seen that, they show the two of them on stage and uh, who would open for who and who can get out early because the other one was the first hour and such. But um, what's interesting, Paul, is that um, comics today, as we know, have a hard time, especially young comics, because they have to be so PC. You know, and it's very difficult. I mean, look what's happening with making jokes and people being offended. I mean, look what happened at the Oscars and things like that. So, but as Joan Rivers, um, I have license, license to kill because I am Joan doing what Joan did best. So it's so freeing because I can get away with a lot uh, doing I'm not doing Joe Pose's act. I'm doing, you know, just as a man doing, I'm doing not only a drag, but it's an art form in itself. But I'm, again, doing her humor and people expect her to be off colored and uh, uh, not politically correct. And it's so fun and freeing for me to to be able to do that. And people want to hear that. And they're, they're, they, they know they could laugh because it is Joan Rivers. But like I said, a lot of young comics and older comics today, they're trying to do the work, um, are, are having a hard time. But Joan gets away with a lot. If you've seen Joan Rivers, you can't see her again. This is the way to do it. And if you've never seen Joan Rivers, you need to know who she was and what she was all about because an amazing career. I, I slipped this question in before, but I will ask you, do you have any kind of relationship with Melissa? With you know, is, is, Are they supportive? She's supportive of what you do? Um, she's, she knows what I do. And, um, I, I, I've, uh, never been in her, uh, company, never met her, but she knows what I do. Um, she's very different than her mom. She's, um, uh, Joan comes from, uh, another, uh, generation of entertainment. Uh, so she's very different in her approach. Melissa, you know, she's just different and she lives with her, you know, taking care of her son and she's got a lot of, she just came out with a book. So she's not as readily available as, as Joan was. I've worked with Joan uh, numerous times and she loved what, what I, uh, what I brought uh, to the, to the stage. And she said, you know, you're my favorite. I love uh, that. But uh, Melissa, no, she's a little bit more doing her own thing, but she knows what I'm doing, what I'm doing. And, uh, and that's, that's fabulous. And the main thing is you had Joan's blessing. You know, I wanted to ask you who your, um, uh, who your role model was for doing this. And I want to throw out a name. Um, maybe you're not even old enough to remember this person, but I bet, you know, Jim Bailey, I thought, <sighs> I have chills. It's Paul. It's amazing. You would bring him up because I did work with him. Um, I, w- I did the red carpet, which I do for a lot of events for an event in a uh, fundraiser in New Hampshire. And this was that when I first started 16, 17 years ago is Joan. And um, we met, we, we had a dinner. They had a dinner for us. He did Judy Garland uh, during his uh, costume change. I did some joke, some stand up as Joan, but um but what gives me chills is just about three weeks ago, I performed at the Purple Room in Palm Springs. If you're ever in Palm Springs, go to Michael Holmes' Purple Room. And who saw me that Friday night just a few weeks ago? Um, um, Steve Campbell, who is, uh, was Jim Bailey's husband mm-hmm. and manager, and knew of me, never really saw my full show. He saw my show. He said, you're amazing. Jim said you were amazing. And Actually, Joan said to Jim, you need to work with Joe when you're doing this fundraiser. That being said, 
said uh, just this week, uh, Jim Bailey, uh, uh, Steve Campbell uh, uh, is in touch with me to bring my show to London, uh, where Jim Bailey worked. He believes in me that much. So I'll be uh, working in London in July through uh, Steve Campbell, who was manager husband of Jim Bailey. Who so is, who we've lost, he passed away. He passed away about eight, 10 years yeah. ago. And I, I have to say just, and we'll get off Jim Bailey, but I have to say I'm a huge Streisand fan who isn't. And, and so he appeared here at a place called Mill Run, which is gone now, but I, but he only did one character and you didn't know who you were going to get. So he did Judy Garland once and I went, I'm good with that, but I want Streisand. And I had to go back to get him when he finally did Streisand, which was amazing to see. He is amazing. And I, I you know, you, you, I, you know, I stand on his shoulders. You know, he was a, uh, he started, you know, he was on the Calvin X show and many of the 70s shows doing drag. You know, he was an actor as I am, but he was doing the female and it wasn't so out there as it is today. Paul's drag race, you know, it's a little bit more out there back then what a brave man what a talented man and i stand on his shoulders and now i'm working uh with his former manager who believes in me and has said many many uh complimentary things about my work uh doing joe mirrors as an actor that's how i approach the work because i'm a theater uh um that's where i come from the theater so um it's it's really an exciting time for me i'm traveling all over, which is great now that we can work and be out there again. Yeah, And, so. and, and of course, my, my memories of Joan go back to the 1960s, Ed Sullivan and all that, of course. And Joan was always Joan, always that cutting edge, but she did change over time. Is there a period of Joan's career whenever you started liking her, you know, to, towards the end when she was just as biting as she could be that you focus in on and you sort of say, this is the Joan that, that I love? Or do we get a little flavor of, you know, kind of the Joan through the years? You get a bit of a flavor. My look, because I could choose the Tonight Show look, which were more Bob Mackie gowns and a little bit more formal gowns. Uh, we all know she'd come out and it was amazing. Uh, later in her career, if you've seen her more in the recently before she passed, uh, the last 10 years, she would often wear black slacks, a black shirt, and a lot of sequin jackets uh, and be a little bit more so she could roll around on the floor and she was more in that look. So my look is very much of what we remember her, the fashion police, the furs, a little bit more of the uh, right before she passed look. So that's it. I, I really don't go back to the 80s Bob Mackie look and things like that. As far as the humor, I try to include all of it. Like I said, the Heidi Abramowitz jokes and things like that. But But my energy is what it was before she passed, which was really fired up. And um, um, trying to stay relevant. And so my act is a lot of what we know her to be from fashion police and commentary and that. Although there are jokes that the audience will know from the Ed Sullivan show, the Tonight Show and things like that. But the look and a lot of the energy is of the last, you know, 15, 10 years. You know, as we know her, the fashion police, Joan. Right. Uh, so, Yeah. Uh, my, my favorite always been my husband came home. I was naked in Saran Rapid. He said leftovers again. One of my favorite Joan Rivers jokes. But <laughs> uh, another thing was, you know, I, I didn't know anything about. I know we have to be careful. I didn't know anything about my sex. My husband came out of the out of the bathroom naked. I threw my blouse on him. I knew nothing. <laughs> my mother said to me, Joan, man on top, woman on bottom. I bought beds. I knew nothing. <laughs> I love it. So you're coming to Davenport. I, I don't think you performed here before. Is this a first? 
Not at Davenport's, and I'm very excited. I have been in Chicago. I've worked some private events because, I, like I said, I do a lot of red carpet events, uh, weddings, things like that, and fundraisers. But I have worked in Chicago more on Halstead Street, Boys Town, at one of the clubs there, a lovely club there, um, a few years back before the pandemic. So I do love Chicago, uh, and I'm, I've never uh, been to Davenport's, but I've heard great things, and I'm very excited. And, of course, I love, I love Chicago. So, so da- Davenport's is very popular here. It's a cabaret location. And uh, the reason I'm mentioning that is because for a Joan venue, I mean, Joan, of course, could play huge auditoriums and huge theaters. But to me, it's a magic moment when you when you get into the Davenport room. There, there's one main room that I know you'll be in. And and it's just it's, it's intimate. So you, you really can connect with the audience. And I'm sure that is what you're after. Yes. And one of my strong suits when I work as Joan, a lot of people it resonates with is, I know I have my set list, what I want to do, what I want to say, you know, as far as an arc of a script, which is really uh, a set list. It's all in my head, no cue cards. People are amazed. I don't have any. That being said, my strong suit is the improvisation and how I might go from uh, think I'll start one way, but when I see a bachelorette party, I was just in Palm Springs and there were these, and they were in the front. Of course, I had to go there. Ladies, who's getting married? My God, let's see the ring. So I went there before I would start in another way. Uh, and I love to interact with the audience. I'm very good at that improvisation. And uh, I like to turn up the lights and be like, you know, where are the gays? Thank God, best audiences in the world. They laugh, they laugh at anything. They're so stupid. Best audience. So I love to see the faces. I love to see um, and interact and be very in the moment with uh, my banter and improv. But then, of course, I have uh, a, a rhythm and, a, and a, 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 an outline of the show that I uh, wish to do uh, for that evening, of course. So. Well, and I think it's when I first talked to you about doing this, I thought, you know, you might not want to appear outside of the Joan, uh, you know, look and stuff, but you were willing to do that. And I think it's great because you are an actor and this is a role that you perform. Uh, yes, it, it, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, but she is with us. If I could show you, look, I did wear, oh. you can't see because of the, but here she is, right? Can you see her? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Yes. Love it. It's sort of with us. That's, and that's the look. And I've seen that. That's kind of the look you bring us. The hair and the whole thing. You know, and, so, I, and I have to tell you, and I've got to wrap, but I have to tell you that when I met Joan, one time when I was a young kid and I bought like a thousand copies of her Heidi Abramowitz book. And, uh, and so she's signing them. And I said, could you please just put to Paul in one? And her people went, no, she can't. No, she can't. She can't. Too many people, she can't. And while they're yelling at me saying no, Joan puts to Paul with love, looks at me and winks. So she, she always knew. And at one time I gave her a small gift. I get a card in the mail from her. So she was, yes, she was, you know, she was that insulting person, whatever, but she was warm. She was loving. Yes. What I would say was, you know, she would often say it was said about her when she passed. She was classy off stage, but brassy on stage. And that's a lot of like what I am. I can get a lot out. And then I like to just sit back and observe. And, uh, you know, she passed. It was um, um, September 4th. Uh, it'll be um, nine years. Eight years it was 2014. And I saw her two months before she passed in Provincetown. And I saw her after her show just two months before she passed. And that night, I'll never forget, uh, she kissed me on the cheek every time she saw me in the room three different times. So I feel like it was a mitzvah and it was uh, a blessing to 
you know, I feel she's with me in what I'm doing. And, um, and, and so I, I feel very fortunate. And I also, again, love to uh, have people laugh because we need to laugh. Uh, and as Joan Rivers would say, you know, if uh, she would quote Winston Churchill, who used to say, if you can make one person laugh, it's like taking them on a little vacation. Um, and she hopes that's what she would do for, for people. And I always remember that. So I, I just feel very fortunate. I hope people come out and get tickets and laugh and see Joan. I'll do photos afterward. We'll have fun. That's what it's about. We need, we need some, some, some of that, a lot of that. Right An evening with Joan. It's uh, 70 minutes of great fun. Davenport has cocktails. You'll have a drink. You'll enjoy. And you'll, you'll love the, the, the very fabulous yes. Joe Poza. What great energy you have. It's May 5th and 6th at Davenport's. And you can get tickets at Joe Poza, P-O-S-A, JoePoza.com um, for May 5th, May 6th at Davenport's. Can't wait to see you. Going to be a great evening. We're going to bring Joan back into our hearts, into our hearts, and into our our minds. Thank you, Joe. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Paul. And I hope to see you there. I hope your schedule allows you to. That's my out. plan. That's sure my plan. We'll be I in hope. touch. That would be great. Thank you so much, and uh, I really appreciate it. And until I see you again, as Joan would do. Exactly. Okay. Thank you, Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Well, if you want to know more about what we've talked about here, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Paul Lisnick. That's P-A-U-L-L-I-S-N-E-K. And I'd love to hear your comments or topic suggestions for future podcasts. You can also go to my website, paullisnick.tv. And hey, don't forget to hit subscribe on WGN Plus and iTunes. And tune in each week to hear more Insider Scoop coming to you from behind the curtain.